We want to thank our sponsor, Dark Kryptonite. Dark Kryptonite stops ransomware, malware, and phishing in their tracks, eliminating cybercrime, fraud, and information warfare. Dark Kryptonite utilizes advanced blockchain algorithms and zero-trust models. Learn more at www.darkkryptonite.com. My guest today is Helen Yu, the founder and CEO of Tigon Advisory Corp, vice chair of Global Cybersecurity Association and the host of CXO Spice. As a board director, Helen brings a unique perspective to the boardroom. She helps CEOs achieve multi-billion dollar revenue growth and record profitability from startups to global titans like Oracle and Adobe. An avid adventurer who trekked to Mount Everest base camp and ice climbed glaciers. Her book, Ascend Your Startup, Conquer the Five Disconnects to Accelerate Growth, won first place in business category at New York Book Festival and Firebird Award in addition to Wall Street Journal bestseller. Hey, welcome to the show, Helen. Maybe you could tell us to start off, what keeps you up at night? What is your cyber fear? Well, thank you for the warm introduction, Scott. It's such a pleasure being here. Uh, I actually have always been a good sleeper. However, there are two things that keep me up lately. Uh, economic uncertainty and security vulnerability. Let's unpack uh, a little bit here. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we all know the recession is imminent. ChatGPT is accelerating AI in the data-driven world. And then IoT is exploding. Companies are re-evaluating re remote work. So the workplace is changing and consumers are driving the race toward greater sustainability and demanding more accountability from companies. In the meantime, big tech companies are scaling back market volatility, trade policy, geopolitical tensions, Ukraine's invasion, and unexpected events like natural disasters or pandemic are all major concerns, and then they drove the, the uncertainty. And from security vulnerability perspective, security ventures right, predicts that by 2031, ransomware will cost victims $265 billion each year. And it, you know, it will attack business, consumer, and really the or any device every two seconds. That's 30 attacks in every minute. So the benefit and risk of advanced technology go in tandem, right? For example, attackers now are using ChatGPT to refine malware, personalize phishing emails, and fine-tune algorithm designed to steal credentials. Actually, I was hacked the other day, and my credit card, personal credit card number was used uh, as a result. So I'm worried about our national security and critical infrastructure. Uh, such as the power grid, the internet, the gasoline pipelines, and they can be really vulnerable to attacks, which have some more severe consequences than pandemic. Wow, Th those are some, some serious things to keep you up at night. Th thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, hey, hey, I'm curious, we, I mentioned it at the, uh, in the introduction about your book there. I'd love to learn a little bit more about it, uh, Helen. Maybe you could share with us even just Maybe tell us about the process that you use for writing your book. How did, how did you find time to write it? I'm curious. Yeah, thank you for noticing that, Scott. I actually took a year off 
okay. to write this book. Uh, it happened right at the beginning of the pandemic. This book, though, the content of the book has been in my head uh, for more than 10 years. Uh, because I write every day, I, I you know have my own diary every day, and uh, it was a book to honor the great resilience that you know really taught by my grandmother growing up. If you think about it, scaling a startup is no different, right? It requires a great resilience, um, scaling up a company as well. So it is a book that honors. Uh, the entrepreneurs, but you know, in reality, it's not just a book for startups. It's the book for business leaders who are looking for inspiration and innovation as well. And and that's really important. I think to your point because I think about it. Our businesses has been in business fifty years, but there's still takeaways. It sounds like from your book. So I certainly look forward to diving in and reading it. I don't think of us necessarily as a startup, but. Um, we're always innovating and we're always trying to find new ways to innovate and, and motivate the staff with new technologies and things coming out. So certainly it sounds like an exciting read. T tell us a little bit more because there, there was mention there about motivation um, and a promise to your grandmother to do something that a challenge that you kind of took on. Tell us a little bit about that and how that's weaved into the, the, the book as well. Sure. I mean, when my grandmother passed away, uh, I was by her bed. She mm. said three things to me, stay special, make the world proud, and uh, spread my ashes in the tall mountain. My oh. grandmother never asked anything from anybody. And I knew what she meant was not to bother me to spread her ashes, but she wants me to stand tall and be able to do things that, you know, really be able to do things that make the world proud, right? So that's why, you know, when I talk, I grew up uh, in a family where we had nine cousins. I was the youngest, only girl. We all raised by my grandmother together. So in that environment, I learned how to survive in the male dominant world. Mm -hmm. And that's being said, after she passed away and, uh, you know, there's some debate, the boys said, Maybe we can just, you know, rent in an elevator or, you know, uh, uh, not, I mean, the airplane or uh, to spread her ashes that way. I mean, or some of them suggest a hill, right? The hills, the mountain, somewhere close by. I said, no, a tall mountain. I want that to be the tallest mountain. So five of us set off on this journey. Obviously, I could not afford for personal trainer, neither or anything else fancy, but uh, as a U.S. citizen, uh, you can't not get into Tibet um, without hiring a Sherpa, without hiring a driver or, you know, getting a per entry, a permit. So we did that. And then uh, all four people who went with me was not able to make it. Uh, they were that day. It was tough, right? So we were really quite prepared. So this book is about what I learned through that near death journey and then how I applied the four things I learned to business world. And then looking back, all the things I do in the business world is highly, you know, a lot of things that I learned from that trip, you know, number one, you have to be very prepared, no matter what you do, what kind of business you're in. Number two, how you adapt. Uh, number three, you acclimate as you, if you climb a mountain, um, Mount Everest, you can't go all the way to 
there are five summit go all the way to the top what you do there's a base camp there right allows you to uh if you go to summit one you come back to the base camp then you go to summit two you back to base camp so you go through that process to get you really acclimate right you acclimate your physical condition to the high altitude so even though we just went to the base camp, we did not go all the way to the top, but that was a process for us to learn. And that day, as you know, um, once we get to the, uh, I think at the bottom of the uh, of the hill, the, the weather was really warm. And then because some of the people were not prepared, they have to reverse back because I had my skiing outfit in the backpack. I had a towel with me. There's a river really deep, and a lot of people had to go back because when you get yourself wet in in a cold condition, that could be um, that could be really dangerous for you. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't like this part. I think there's too much. Let me let's cut this part. That's so okay. I would say, don't trim it down. Uh, yeah, so, and then you prepare, you adapt, and you acclimate, and then you celebrate along the way, right? So mm-hmm. toward the end, you gotta celebrate. Um, and then, you know, as you as a business leader, we all go through three stages of growth, right? From idea to product, product mm-hmm. to market, market to scale. Regardless of the size of your company, you could be a larger size of company, but if you launch a new product, you have to make sure the product delivers the value. So at the end of the day, regardless of the size of the company, you have to turn idea into value to your customers. So this book will really walk through the five disconnects as you go through the growth stage, different growth stage. Uh, as you know, today, these days, in today's environment, you can Google to find answers if you know what questions to ask. So this book has 26 questions to ask. As I go through the growth myself, personal growth, professional growth myself, sometimes you're stuck. You don't know what questions to ask. And uh, so the intent of this book is to guide the people the leaders, right, business leaders or entrepreneurs, uh, guide them through the journey and then ask the right questions. And, you know, I identified five disconnects there as you go through the growth stage. The first disconnect is your product market fit disconnect. Because no matter how well you do, right, you can have the best marketing strategy, but if your product market fit is not aligned, you won't get far. And then the second one is, Define minimum repeatability uh, disconnect. We all know minimum viable product, right? That's a common term, terminology in the startup world, in business world. But, you know, not until you identify that repeatability, you won't be able to uh, scale. And then third one is voice of customer disconnect. Uh, You know, we can have the best strategy, but without the validation from our customers Mm -hmm. and then without, you know, making adjustment based on customers, you know, feedback, you won't be able to go further. And then the last two will be measurement and process disconnect, right? How do you, you know, it depends on what function you're in, how do you get aligned at the strategy level, but then making sure you align your strategy with the execution plan through through the measurement and through the process that's relevant to your business leaders in different functions. Wow, it sounds like a lot of a lot of work, but 
but I see a lot of nice parallels to, to running a business and for somebody that's thinking about starting up. But hey, Helen, maybe you could tell us a little more. Uh, say somebody has interest and they maybe just want to reach out to you and work with you, learn about some of the great stuff you're doing or, or get a copy of your book. What's, what's some of the best ways to get in touch with you? Sure. I mean, Taigong Advisory offers fractional CXO services to companies of all sizes. We partner with uh, Grizzly to provide managed security services too. We also help organizations understand their threat landscape, mm -hmm. apply the NIST framework to identify and assess risk, improve defenses, and develop cyber risk strategy and manage manageable action plans, right? You can, they can reach out to me through LinkedIn or okay. Twitter or YouTube channel. I have my CXO Spice YouTube channel, or, you know, they can just send me an email, taigongadvisory at gmail.com. Okay, great. Well, thank you again. Appreciate your time and the insight you shared with our audience. And, uh, and certainly appreciate everything, taking your, your time to come out and uh, share all this and, and success on your book too. Congratulations on that. Thank you for having me, Scott. Yeah. I appreciate the time. 